Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Claim comics writer and notorious Scott Summers hater Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter Jason Concepcion. Somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. And like always, we'll be here every week. You'll hear from TV writers, actors, comics creators, pop culture critics. Nothing is off the table. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, what's up? This is Killer Mike, a.k.a. Michael Render. Check me out on the Bootleg Care Podcast. Hey, you're about to watch the new interview brought to you by Blue Chew. Get a month's supply of Blue Chew for free, fellas. That's right. BlueChew.com, promo code BOOTLEG. Right now, get a month's supply for free. Helping you with that erectile dysfunction with the same active ingredient as Viagra and Cialis. But you don't got to go to the doctor. It's all online and it's delivered right to your front door. That's how we're doing things. Let's get into the interview. Bootleg Cab Podcast, man. Special guest in here, Mr. Album of the Year. Yep. Grammy nominated. Yep. Again, right? Yep. Three times Grammy yep. nominated. One Again. time. Yeah. Three, three Last months. time you got fucking, you got uh, what I'd like to call snubbed. Run yeah, the, yeah, Run the Jewels. Run the Jewels got yeah. snubbed. That's what they say. I just was, man, I remember being broken hearted. But you were, but you were right. Yeah. R2J4 should have been nominated. I think so. Yeah. I think so. Yeah. Uh, well, listen, it, it's all good, though, because Michael is nominated. Killer Mike is here. Yep. Welcome. Yep. What's up? You do have the album of the year. I have my list. Yeah. You're number one. My number two album is not even a rap album, but I'm going to do my hip hop list. But you're number one by far, man. Thank you. I said that to you, too. Yeah. In the studio, what do you mean? I said, I know a lot of people just be saying crazy shit because they've seen it work for other people over the years. But having had put the work in, I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have bullshitted you. So, nah, for sure. Now, yeah, you played me a version of the album about two years ago. Uh, in Atlanta, and uh, some of the stuff made it, some of the stuff is, didn't yeah. make it, but you've definitely, for people who don't know like uh, and haven't heard you speak about the album, you describe it as kind of like your uh, Wolverine origin story. Yeah. Yeah, Run the Jewels is very much the X-Men. It's like the Uncanny X-Men, any number of characters would right. pop up and in and out, and um, you know, depending on who your favorite character was, you knew their origins, where they came right. from and stuff. Wolverine had always been... Logan. One of mine. Logan, I love. Magneto is the reason, part of the reason I named my company Villains. Mike, oh, you know? let, me, let me get your mic. Yeah, Magneto is part of the reason I even call my company Villains because I believe villains aren't necessarily bad guys. You right. know what I mean? They just have a different agenda in terms of solving a big problem. But all that to say, run the jewels, man. Rest in peace to Lola. You know what I'm saying? Gangsta Boo. Oh, Zach man. De La Roca. Sure. Josh Homme. Maybe Staples. Two Chains. Big Boy. All these people have been a part of the run the jewels mm-hmm. universe. And... um. I realized that my character, Killer Mike, this 
bad, swaggering, dope-ass MC that essentially is a nine-year-old kid named Michael mm-hmm. created and built out of his imagination. The story of Michael had never gotten told. I never People didn't know where Killer Mike came from or why you know, people interpreted confidence as arrogance and shit like that. But, you know, when you grow up in, in the middle of hip-hop, hip-hop's, you know, been around 50 years, but it's been given a lot of a lot of kids, a lot of little boys, you know, reason to hold their chin up yep. and swagger. So, you know, I had to realize that I had to introduce myself to people. And that's yeah, what I, did. I mean, because this is your first solo album since rap music, right? Yes, yeah, 11 years, yeah. That's crazy. And for people who don't know, rap music is what really what kicked off Run the Jewels. Yep, yep, yep. It was a pre-Run the Jewels, yeah. Yeah. Um, and, and it's crazy to think, like, I feel like, 11 years ago was three years ago yeah it does it, it feels three years ago yeah it does <laughs> but it's crazy like we've had a, a a pretty crazy historical run that you've been a part of with lp and like yep. you know i know you took your time with this project and yes. i'm just i'm just glad man that like the grammys got got it right i feel like a couple of years yeah. ago like you know there was a couple of grammy nominations that i, I was glad to see yeah. royce got nominated and freddie yeah, gibbs sure. got nominated and when they nominated you a couple of times this year i was like thank god because well, three times it's, three uh, times yep yep two four um, rap song of the year, rap performance of the year, and sciences and, and then album with, of the year, and then at rap album of the year, yeah. and that's what that's what I you know um, I ain't gonna lie, I want it. Yeah. Now, I, I I want rap album of the year because I'm proud to be a rapper. Yeah, you know I'm damn proud to be a rapper. A lot of people, you know, they um they get rap album of the year and they act like that's a snub. You know what I'm saying? People have acted as though in the past, well, I deserved album of the year. Well, I personally feel like yeah, I gave you the album of the year in terms of depth and human emotion. In vulnerability and vulnerability storytelling I, I gave you what music is supposed to give you whether it's the blues or rock and roll or mm-hmm. soul or funk or rap i gave that to you but i care and covet rap of the rap album of the year because for the last 50 years this has been a driving you know cultural force in this in this country you know rap wasn't even my music first it was my mom's music right. my mom was only 16 when she had me so the first music i'm hearing from her is disco and early rap records yeah. you know so it matters to me because of what Rakim gave to me, Eric B. and Rakim, because of what Run DMC gave to me, because of what Outkast and Goody Mob gave to me, because of what Nas' first two LPs especially gave to me. Yeah. You know, when, when you start talking about Farside, what they gave to me, Dale and the Hieroglyphics, mm-hmm. what they gave to me, I win that award. I'm going to be the proudest person to have ever held that award, you know, because I give a damn about being a rapper and an MC. This is not a secondary job. This ain't some shit I did because I couldn't play sports. This mm-hmm. is not. And that's no slight to anyone. I was just too chubby to play sports. What's your frame of reference, Mike? Some of my best friends won an NCAA championship with UCLA. One of my other best friends got 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 drafted to the Buffalo Bills. My other friends went to the Dolphins. So I knew, yeah, I ain't going to be no athlete. I'm going to be the best goddamn rapper out of my friend group. So I care. And and I think that um a lot of MCing is based on these Days kind of acting as though you don't care, but I care. I want it. I also think like you have one of the more unique paths to a Grammy nomination. If you just look at the way your career played out, like obviously coming out with Outkast and the whole world is where a lot of people were introduced to you. Uh, Obviously, you know, your first album was incredible. And I feel like your first album isn't on Spotify or Monster. I don't know. I don't even. I don't think Monster's. I, I still ride old school. So how I still do I listen CDs. to Monster? Because I'm pretty ride, sure it's not on your Spotify account. I still ride CDs. I still ride old school. So. Um, but no, but it's crazy. And then you have your grind, your grind time rap rap shit where yeah. you're dropping mixtapes and you're dropping series, records yep. like like you 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 you're really on your shit. I mean, yep. I I first heard Pill through you and a yep. bunch of a bunch of young artists out of Atlanta. I, I discovered through those projects. Yep. And then rap music is one of the best rap albums ever, in my Thank opinion. Thank you so much. And it kicks off this whole. 
unexpected journey of Run the Jewels. Yes, last decade, me and LP. And, you know, in a, in a world in which rap groups, duos, et cetera, don't exist anymore, yeah. you guys have thrived in a way that, like, really, it's like y'all and the Migos. Yeah. You know um, what I'm saying? Shouts out to the Migos. Rest in peace of takeoff. Um, shouts out to Quavo. And for you to take all this time to kind of in, reintroduce the world to Michael. Yeah. And get the acknowledgement, get the nod, man. It's, it's just a beautiful thing to see. So. Man, I appreciate you. I pre- I want it. So, you know, y'all y'all send me some prayers, some good energy, and hope we move them people's hearts on that, you know, vote for vote for the person who, first of all, again, has put the, put together the rap album of the year. And beyond that, I really I really give a damn about it. Yeah, know? and like, uh, I always, so, so like, obviously when I first heard the album, I always wonder a couple of things, because you and your lady are uh, amazing. You guys are, you know, obviously... You, you uh, she's she's been talked about by you a lot. I've yeah. met your wife a lot. She's cool as hell. Shay bigger. When, she, when did you give Shay a heads up about the summer record? Like, hey, so I'm, I'm gonna write I'm gonna write this song about this ex fling from back in the day. No, nah, it wasn't my fling. It was my girlfriend. That, that right? My, yeah, I don't. Like, hey guys, ball up. No, don't just be be a real nigga about shit. Yeah, you know what I mean. And you just your wife was in love with somebody before she met you. Even if she was eight. And like, was you just, ain't one of one. It was her account. Yeah, you it's know, very I mean, rare that that yeah, actually yeah, is the case. Hey, yeah, man, your grandparents say they was, but my, my, you know. Yeah. I can now know my granddad. My grandmama was a virgin. I can't right. tell you my grandfather was, you know. <laughs> right. Just saying. So, you know, I... um Such a dope t- storytelling record, she, though. Yeah, she had already heard the story because yeah. we talked. That's my right. friend. Yeah, before, of course. You know, so I, I, I think that that um it wasn't a need to... to um, Say hey, I'm gonna rap about this. I think I think she was just like you. Finally got a chance to get it off your chest. Yeah, because it's something that that I've been with, and it's been with me, and it sat with me. And when I played the record for men, and for those who might not know what he's talking about, that you shouldn't be out there. But you know, give Slummer a listen. It's a story of me at 15, 16, falling in love with a girl who's a year too younger than me, and us living like adults essentially for two summers. I'm you know, I'm thinking I'm trapping on rich. So, you know, she in the apartment, so subsidized. So it ain't like we got many bills, but we live like adults and we, we and we get pregnant. Right. And I have to go through the abor- the abortion process, you know, with her paying for it. And um, man, I played it for dudes and dudes wept. And they said, Man, nobody had ever expressed how I felt. You know, I hadn't even been considered that I had feelings. And we knew it was traumatic for the girl, for the mm-hmm. woman. Absolutely it is. And they deserve all the empathy and all the support around controlling their bodies. They deserve. But man, them little boys and the men and these young men that have had to take part in that, there is nobody sometimes to put their arm around the shoulder. So I know that was a difficult decision to make. Yeah. And I know it's gonna it's gonna stay with you. Or let me tell you, it's gonna stay with you. You know, you're gonna feel a way about it. You know. And so I was honored to be able to do it. And my and my 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 wife is glad I got it out of my chest. You know. Now she's like, now you can stop talking. Now you can shut the hell up. About it. <laughs> the world so, knows the story now. Yeah. Uh, for you, man, you have a lot of vulnerable moments on this album. Obviously, yeah. uh, Motherless to me is like one that really, um, really stands out. I know. I want to say when you played the album, for people who don't know, you had like a really cool album listening thing here in LA that was at like a Masonic temple. Or yeah. It was. It was. It was wild. at a cemetery. Yeah. It was at a cemetery. Yeah, it's a Masonic temple. It was a cemetery. But I remember just walking in. And I'm think like, I oh, just this is different. Joined the Illuminati. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, just... Like, yo, you joined the Illuminati. That's why you got the Grammy. Yeah, exactly. That's <laughs> a... <laughs> we were hanging out with Freemasons. Yeah. <laughs> um, but no, I know you got really emotional talking about that the record because it's about your mom. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, my girl, man, Denise. She she under here. Under... Her and my grandmother, my mother was 16 years old when she she had me. And, um, you know, I, we just grew up together. That yeah, was my girl. Right. You know, like, 
that was the first person that introduced me to rap music. That's she who, was. Uh, I mean, being sixteen, she's also kind of your friend. Yeah, too. she was like my big sister. Right. You know what I'm saying? That's who taught me how to dance with a girl. Right. You know what I'm saying? That's who taught me how to how to approach a girl you like. That's who. That's who taught me how to take no shit. You know, don't be no sucker. And she wasn't no single mom. You know, my, I had two dads. You know, my dad, who's biologically my dad, and my dad, she married. I had grandparents that raised me, grew up in a, you know, a man and woman household, raising me and my two little sisters. But me and my mom just shared this special bond and friendship and kinship. And it was around, you know, her saying, you know, I wish I could be soft on you about some stuff, but you're the only boy I got, so you got to be a man. But at her heart, she was an artist. So she she encouraged that about me. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So I just, man, I just, I want to I wanna lead a life that makes her proud, essentially. For you, um, looking at the nominees of Rap Album of the Year. Yeah. The Motherless record, I'm sorry. That record, just to say, I got emotional about that record because I miss her. So anybody out there who has a mother, no matter your relationship, check in. Um, cause, cause, I think we take advantage yeah, of those yeah. things. My mom, my mom told me, she said, you know, I, I know you think your grandmother is your mama because she, she raised you. But I'm your fucking mama, and that's that's the kind of conversation you have. And she said, "And when I go, when I go, you gonna understand that." And the day she died, I've never felt that emptiness, and and I know it doesn't get filled. And so, a lot of people don't realize that until that day happens. It's happened. Yeah, I didn't. Shit, she told me. Yeah, you know, I, I you know, I, 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 you know, I tithe and and, and make my offerings. I, 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 you know, I, I gotta, I gotta place in my house where I honor. But with that said, like. Man, I wish I could have said it while she was here. I get it. It's such a beautiful song. It really I mean, that's a record that I feel like could have been nominated for a Grammy. It could have been. It like, could have been, should have been. Would have been. You know what I'm saying? Would be one day, who knows, you know. No, Maybe for sure. Remixed album or something. But I just know that I got the to cover it all album of the year. hundred percent. And an album to live to. Yeah. Album. I was gonna say, who do you see as uh if you're looking at the other nominees for rap album of the year? Yeah. I got my opinion, but who do you think is the album you gotta worry about? I don't know. I, I just know that I've listened to them all, and I, I like parts of all of them, yeah. you know, and I respect the artists involved. But what I'm saying is, as as I could sit down Drake and Savage, I could sit down Nas, I could sit down Travis. Metro Boomin. And I could sit down with Metro. I said Metro last because he's the producer. He put together yeah. Mars. I could put those artists in a room, and I could play my album, and something about my experience in my life is going to affect all of them off that Facts. album. In a Deeply personal way, right. and I, you know what I mean. Like you know, in a deeply personal way, and and I don't say that to be in competition with, but just saying I made an album that we all can bleed to. I made an album that we all understand addiction. We all understand the preciousness preciousness of a mother. Mm-hmm. We all are black men in North America trying to understand and make our way. I don't care what color. Um, Drake is in terms of how people argue about his biraciality and shit. Since he's been coming to America, he knows he's a black man if he's been in Atlanta. Right. He knows he's a black man if he's been in Houston or Memphis. So there's something on here for the worker class, the black man, and the women who love them for all of us. So I believe that if we sat down at a table, I could have that argument with those men and say, this is why, like amongst the fraternity and brotherhood of MCs at their table, this is why, this is why I should. And listen to this, and it'll pierce your heart the same way it's piercing the audience's heart. For sure, man. I think it was a an like almost like a much needed medicine of, of hip hop. It's like somebody actually is making a a vulnerable album to like live to, not yeah. to turn up to, not to TikTok to. It's just 
Well, I mean, you can still do it all. I mean, the intro of Down by Law made a TikTok. I was like, God damn, I'm gonna have to get in shape. Everybody, gym shit was, you know, the journey. And, right, and right, Rico right. was talking, and 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 with that said, exit nine, you cruise to. Yeah. This is a record you play, and 56 minutes later, after you drive from here to Pomona, man, you've like I've just had experience. I feel like I saw right. a movie. Right, right. This is this is an album where when you clean up your house, by the time the album ends, you done finished that chore, man. Your laundry done and folded. It is a it is a classic album in that it feels good, even the sad parts. Even the parts that make you think about or reminisce on stuff that right. but it makes you feel good. You feel more human after it. So, you know, I'm I'm just glad to be the conduit for that energy. Because hip hop deserved that in its fiftieth year. In the fiftieth sure, year. For sure. In the fiftieth year, yeah, yeah, for sure. When, when people are talking about what sales are down and yada yada yada, I didn't I didn't know shit about sales when I first heard hip hop. Right. I just knew I felt something when I heard it. It made me feel something. And I, and that's what I did. What I'm curious, um, I first heard of a new Andre 3000 album when you spilled some beans that you weren't supposed to spill. Stone, man. <laughs> Damn, bro. Stone. But when you when you revealed that and then kind of walked it back, at that moment in time, did you know it was a, fl- a flute album? I have no comment on any of this. <laughs> I know if you want an Andre 3000 verse, there's an album called Michael. And it's on there. There's a song called Scientists and Engineers, and you should listen to it. <laughs> have you... Um, have you gotten high to the to the Andre album? Because it's a great album to relax to. Got high to it. Got stoned. Well, I'm stoned. Period. I'm stoned if I'm listening to Metallica. I'm stoned. But right. I um <clears throat> I was curious to hear it like everybody else, and and, and I play and I smoke, and I'm going to probably eat some shrooms. It's good shrooming music. <clears throat> I'm proud of um I'm proud of Dre and Big Boy because they are out of a talent program called Tri Cities High School. That also produced Escape. That also produced um, KP, one of the greatest Shots A&Rs KP, ever man. come. Yep, shout out to KP, K- yeah. KP the great DJ as well. It, it, it just produced some amazing artists. And those guys, like I tell you, by keeping that inner child alive, big boys kept it pushing and going, giving us new styles, variants, whether it's Phanogram or mm-hmm. whatever, whatever um, new invocation in, of big boys. I mean, he's helped us. He's yeah. introduced so many artists to us. So many, man. I love them. And and with Dre, Dre just. Being an artist in that, waiting until he's ready to make art to make art and get people interested um, beyond what they thought they were interested in, I think is amazing. So I'm, I'm very proud of him. I'm very proud of Big. You know, Cutmaster Swift, their DJ, did all the cuts on Michael. He's coming back in with us yeah. as we do make more music because he's an amazing trumpeter, singer. So, we, you know, the Dungeon family lives. For sure. Pat, Ray, and Reek still doing yeah. beats. Like, I mean, I got a beat on riding around right now. So... For me, man, I'm just I'm proud that that for whatever for whatever compels you, he's being compelled to do something. Mm. Yeah, it's crazy because I just had a uh, Victoria uh, um, Janelle Monet. I was gonna say Victoria Monet, Janelle Monet um, on the show, and we were Shout talking. We were talking about her uh, her purple ribbon run. Yeah, because <laughs> like I don't think a lot of people like kind of give the proper respect. To that, like that big boy roster the, of artists. Big boy is a big boy is an amazing. He's an amazing guy in terms of picking talent and doing business. For sure. Sometimes you're just a little ahead of the curve. Yeah, he's like Purple Ribbon All Stars was so good, and it yeah. was like so many names are on there. Like, oh shit, yeah, oh shit. Yeah. Rest in rest in peace to Nate. Super Nate died of cancer last year. So rest in peace to him. Shouts out to Black on Simon, little bro. Mm-hmm. You no know, shouts out to Sleepy Brown. Shouts out to Nail. Bubba Sparks. Yeah. Shouts out Bubba. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, for sure, man. Um, for you, man, um, talk to me about, like, you know, I know uh, the focus is Michael. Yep. 
how many times have you been in with LP in the last like 12 months working on music, if, if any? Man, we've been together because we were touring. We haven't worked on any I'm music. About, I'm talking about working on music. You guys had the tour. By the way, I'm yeah. still very mad that the Rage tour never happened for me to see with my own Man, I, mean, I wish you would have come to New York. Fuck show. COVID. Yeah, COVID killed Fuck us, COVID. And, and I'm glad Zach is healed up back on the means. And congrats to all the guys. They got introduced in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Rightfully yeah. so. Yeah. The, the way Run the Jews usually work is L treks off into the wil- you know, he treks off into the wilderness somewhere. And, and probably like kills bears and eats them and lives as a wild man and then comes back with nice. some plethora of beef. I feel like you'd be the to guy say. to kill bears and eat them. No, I'm, I'm <laughs> definitely down to kill shit and eat it. Usually, we prefer killing deer and hog where I'm from. But I just uh, went hog hunting with that Mexican OT. We, we had, you had fun in out in Texas. Texas. You had a, you had, we had a ball, right? It was so much fun. Who dressed? Who dressed them for you? They already had someone on, on site to dress the hog, cook it, make sausages, all that for you. No, we're not cooking. But we just killed them and left them. No, <laughs> that's what we did. No, you're not supposed to do that. I swear to God, this. Out in that's, Texas, they're like pests. I don't know. No, but you're you're supposed to fucking eat them. It's a hog. You're not supposed so to. So we so we killed a couple of them, and then yeah. we came back. Yeah. And like a pack of coyotes or well, something. Okay, all right. That's what destroyed I'm them. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, I'm just saying. You're not so. You know, I know they're like you're so feral out there, but you you kill. A, I kill some. I'm gonna eat it. Like I'm sorry. I'm not sports fishing. I'm not putting a fucking bass back. That bass get caught. The bass getting it. That's my grandfather say. I'm eating it. You know. So. Yeah. No. I mean, I kind of felt. I mean, because I've never been. I, that's the only time I've ever been hunting. You good though. You should do. That. It was fun. Everyone should do it. At least you know. At least gets out once a year. Do something. We also like were that. doing it uh, out of a helicopter. Yeah, I've seen it. I've seen it. Um, Colin Noor. Shouts out to Colin Noor, who yeah, I did yeah. the like interview back years. He um. He 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 go. I saw him. I've seen him go out and, and lean out the helicopter and, or a video that. of him. Doing I was that. fucking spooked. That shit was dope. Yeah, and we, we're going on a hunting tangent. Uh, back to you and LP. So LP, he goes out and he kills bears and does whatever. He yeah, has and he to comes do. back with a plethora of beats on a hard drive. Like, like, what do you think? And and what what do I think is usually, oh shit, this is the fucking album. And, like sequence and everything, damn near like, oh my God, this is it. And then from there, it's right and, writing and, time. And then we're just in there. We're just in there. It was vibing more than writing. We just start playing yeah. shit. Like he came out here, we were out here, I forgot when it was. It might have been a year or might have been just over, but he came out. We were in different hotels, but he came over um, to a spot I was at and he just played something for me. And he had part of a verse on it. And I said, oh, let me let me, let me me get in there. And um, I went in there, man. I spazzed on that shit. Like I'm like, oh, shit. So, you know, to me, I'm just like, I want to finish that one. Mm. And whenever we finish that one, if, if you come with the we, others, we might get RTJ five. Nah, I mean, it's it's got to happen one day. That's something I cheer for. But yeah. again, we're just you know, it's it's when it, it's going to happen, like when it happens. But until it happens, Michael, if time. you're looking for a Dre verse, Michael, or if you're looking for one half, LP verse. Just, I got LP verse. I got both and, of them on Michael, got, and it's like, I, and even the record I, with LP on the album is like different for we y'all. Yeah, good dope on the street. Yes. That's all I'm yes. telling you, man. Yes. We still here for you, man. You want to hear Run the Jewels? You need to listen to Don't Let the Devil. It's a it's a no ID beat with an LP That's chop it's on it. Different. It's LP, like, LP chopped yeah. it. So mm-hmm. yeah, and, and Taco Taco was on the drums on there, right? Yep, little Shalimar, who's a, who's a, who's the one to run the Jules co-producers. He was on there. So yeah, man. So I got the dope. You do, man. Come get the dope, man. Come run it up. Hey, what up, y'all? Y'all already know my bookie, man. We just made so much money this past weekend. If you did not get in on that crazy deal that we had, it's all good, man. You can still get down with that free deposit bonus up to $200, all right? Right now, if you go to mybookie.ag, we're gambling on NBA. We're gambling on football. I've been murdering the NFL. 
murdering it. I do these four-team super teasers. You get plus 13 on NFL games. Listen, if you can't hit a plus 13 teaser, I don't know what to tell you, but I will tell you this. When you go to mybookie.ag, you sign up with a new account, you're going to get that first deposit bonus using the promo code bootleg. You've got to use that promo code bootleg. Mybookie.ag, promo code bootleg. They're going to give you free money to gamble with. That's right. It's so easy. What are we talking about, man? I, man, I've been running it up on my bookie for almost 10 years. You know what I'm saying? They reached out to me and they were like, we'd love to sponsor your podcast. I say, check my accountant ID, buddy. <laughs> You've already been taking a lot of my money. It's time we get some of that back. But I've been on a roll with my bookie, man. So go to mybookie.ag. They got the casino, live blackjack, roulette, whatever you're into, craps. They got the uh, slots. But most importantly, we're talking about this sports book. You could also cash out early now. What? Let's say you hit three out of four of the legs on your parlay. Cash that bitch out. Take your money and go. Go back to your bed and go to sleep. You know what I'm saying? Mybookie.ag. Promo code bootleg. Get that deposit bonus right now. Wherever you're at, we all good with my bookie. Also want to give a shout out to our folks at Imperial right now. Salute to Imperial Extractions. If y'all don't know, Imperial Extractions, they're OGs in this, man. They got 16 years of uh, experience when it comes to this West Coast cannabis scene, all right? Imperial Extraction, look, this is what they do. Straight, premium, luxury products. If you're a smoker, if you're a toker, toker, you know what I'm saying? Whatever you're into, they got it. And right now, we all love free weed. I know I love free weed. Who doesn't love free weed? You can get a free two-gram THCA diamond-infused pre-roll premium cannabis uh in it of course if y'all ain't heard 16 years experience uh and now imperial extraction they're throwing their hat into the hemp game that means that this can get delivered to you wherever you are wherever you're at legally it's getting delivered to your door la king kush cereal milk we got flavors for days we got flavors for days white berry runts come on man this is the most important thing. Go to imperialextraction.com. Use the promo code bootleg right now. They're going to send you one of these straight to your door for free with your order. Who doesn't love free weed? We're talking about a two gram premium luxury pre-roll. Look at these glass tips. Come on, man. This ain't that bullshit. This that real shit right here. You bust one of these bad boys open. There's diamonds in here, bruh. You know what I'm saying? I'm just letting you know. All right. If you want some free weed, imperialextraction.com imperialextraction.com promo code bootleg get you a free pre-roll sent to your crib right the fuck now let's get back to the interview um yo have you do you see my tweets like once every two months i tweet that you should run for president <laughs> probably have you I seen probably, these tweets i, 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 I swear every two months i'm tweeting will killer mike just run for president i don't want them people to kill me i want to rap I want to build some Would you ever, like, like, I know you've asked, been asked if you'd ever run for office, but like, I could see somebody getting elected eventually I'm gonna and you, making you a part of their cabinet. You know what? I remember when I think one of the Bushes put Arnold Schwarzenegger on their cabinet over physical fitness. And that's one thing I've seen in my life. I said, that made all the sense in the world. Yeah. Now, because you see Arnold and you're yeah, like, yeah. I'm like, putting a brain surgeon who I have an enormous amount of respect for over housing and urban development was a little quirky for me. But Dr. Ben Carson grew up in the housing projects. Right. I would have liked to have seen Dr. Ben Carson, while he was over the housing projects, institute some type of mandate that that gave kids 
options and benefits for learning. Who's so doing that now? Buttigieg? Buttigieg? I, 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 Pete, is it Pete? I no, I thought Pete was doing transportation or something. Yeah, yeah, I could be wrong, but he could be over here. Yeah. But, but I always thought that that was an opportunity missed because I thought that if Ben could have figured something out between a bank, between health, HUD, and um, education, that we could have been educating kids writing the housing projects differently. So if I did something in the cabinet that made sense, I'd be honored to, but I doubt. So, you, so you'd be open to that? I'd be I'd be open to that because I could I could do something effective and I wouldn't have to prostitute myself for money. Right. Because the person that hired me would have already done that. Like had the DNC not like fucked over Bernie Sanders, I feel like you'd be you would definitely Bernie, have, you would definitely would have been in the cabinet. Yeah, I was really a believer. You know, and whatever the old guy was even if I wouldn't have been in the cabinet, I would have helped you would have been in whatever way there. I could. I would have helped in any way. And I you could. guys are, it's crazy because like you are such a leader and I feel like, you know, when I think of like um the word activist, that is a yeah. word that gets thrown around. Um and I, I think about like how you and Bernie show up to like the Amazon strikes. Yeah, down in Alabama. <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, like, um, that's something that like you're working on albums, you're touring, but yeah. like somehow you still find the time, you still find the energy to like still stand up and 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 just be the voice of the voiceless. Well, I, well it, you know what? No man, it's not just me. You know, I, and and I consider myself a product of the worker class in this country. I am. You know. Both my dads, my grandpa, my, my grandma, you know, working class people, hardworking, decent people filled with integrity, good morals, and they just want it better. If they made mistakes, they learn from those mistakes and push forward. So, you know, for me, I'm not the only one. You know, when you when you look at Senator Nina Turner, mm-hmm. I feel like she should be the leader of the progressive movement in this country. You know, I, I think I think that for us to talk about and I'm talking about in my community, I'm the black community. For us to talk about progression and not be talking about her actively is damn near crime. Like, what's wrong with us? It's like ignoring Malcolm in the 60s, which people did. They did, yeah. You know, the people ignored Malcolm, and after he was dead, all of a sudden, he had more fandom. And because of people like Dick Gregory, you know, mm-hmm. when people say celebrities don't mean much, because of people like Dick Gregory, his name stayed alive. People like Spike Lee, his name stayed alive. So for me... You know, my thing is Teslin Figaro, who now pops up on the Breakfast Club. You know, has her has her has her own um, podcast, and, and is also does work with Revolt. Teslin is an amazing political mind, and part of the reason I stay, you know, um, just in know of what he is, is because I constantly communicate with people like Nina. I constantly communicate with Nina with Teslin. You know, Jennifer Farmer is an amazing publicist out of the Bernie campaign. She's some black woman out Ohioan, but just brilliant when it mm-hmm. comes. You know, so my thing is stay in touch with the people doing the work and less of an organizer now because my my day job takes me away but more of a mobilizer how do you get people there by the time dr king was maybe two three years before he got out of you know here and was assassinated by this in part this government is my belief um dr king was a mobilizer when he show up they knew people were going to show up but people organizing on the ground included people like John Lewis, included people like Reverend James Orange, mm-hmm. included people like Stokely Carmichael, you know, for, you know, also known as Kwame Ture. That's who we need. We need more of y'all. Right. You know, I, I'd love for another Killer Mike to pop along. You know what I mean? But in, until that happens, you got to congratulate the people that are working their ass off to try the best they, you know, try to be the best they can be. And I think that they are worthy of our support locally. But look hyper local. I want to tell people that don't. Be so enamored by what the television is telling you to argue about. Be involved with the the councilman, the local hyper local. Before you even get to your councilman, what do your ten neighbors think of the street? Mm. I I learned this first from my grandmother. My grandmother didn't like the way sanitation was leaving people garbage cans or something on the street. She she didn't think enough care or concern. Right, and uh, so she took it to city council. She was angry about it, and she didn't get satisfied with what she heard. So she went and sat in the mayor's office till he saw her. Mm. She literally just went and sat. 
in here until, until, until she can fly. And she still didn't get what she wanted. And within two weeks, we were on Channel 5 News. Mm. With my grandmother saying, this is how they do the black folks, black community. All of a sudden, we've never had issues with sanitation. Again, because that black mayor is wants to get elected, that black city council person, and they say they want to do good for the black community. Well, put our garbage cans down respectfully because we respectful people. We clean our yard. And, and it just she was my hero in that fashion. And I want more heroes like that because that's the way you create a killer. Right. You create a Fannie Lou Hamer. Mm-hmm. You 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 know you you create you create all these people that care that aid the people that may be the tip of the spear, you know Bernard Rustin you you create these people by being hyperactive. So whoever on a local level in your town is doing something, take some time to help them out. I was going to say like it it feels a uh, what would be your message for people who are so just exhausted with the process because yeah. it feels like a a hopeless political landscape nationally yeah. Yeah, yeah. world worldly things yeah. are like obviously we yeah. got we got wars going on yeah. in the world i say and, listen to what i just told you yeah yeah what i tell just you. focus you, on what you because what, you, what you can really control is your neighbors is you could you know stuff you if you touch. all do a little nobody yeah. got to do a lot if all you if all you do a little bit 100 percent. follows do a little bit um i'm wondering man for you uh have you thought about uh my boy jelly roll just had a speech that Shots went viral out jelly man oh uh, thank you he was Jelly was one of the first DMs I looked at when um, I got nominated, and um, it just I've been cheering for him all year. Yeah, I've been, I literally been cheering it. for and him. And it's crazy because people don't realize he kind of comes from that like he, underground he, white boy rap yeah, world, yeah, you know? Like, well, you know, I'm a southerner, so yeah. you know, little white jelly roll out it, all Haystack. that. Yeah, you don't. It's not it's Yellow Wolf, my Ritz. brother. Like, yeah, yeah. Rich, you don't you don't miss it because we all from the same place. Yeah, might have been yeah, a trailer yeah, park, yeah, might have yeah. been a project, might have been might have been Shit, just a American little, citizen, but, man. But it is, man, and it's like. So I, I was cheering for him, mm-hmm. and and we we share a lot of similarities. You know what I'm saying? We you we, guys we, each we, have very unique paths yeah, to where you do, currently are. Yeah. When I heard his Grammy speech, my sister, my sister sent it to me because she loves him to death. Yeah. And she said, she says, he said, she said, sounds like somebody I know. Get your speech ready. Fat yeah, boy. you gotta have it because yeah. <laughs> it's funny. So my co-host from my radio show, James Andre Jefferson Jr., he's like, man, you know, he goes to a black church every Sunday, and he's like, yeah, man, they played Jelly Roll speech at church, bro. Yeah, man. Yeah. I was man. like, what? Yeah, man. Hey, man. God, 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 gonna make a way. The, Such his. a crazy like. It's just so dope to see somebody like that who's been like a peer, a friend, and yes, and yes. just to have just this whole other like. And if you ever have known Jelly, you know he's always been this guy who you're like, man. If people just talk gave to you, they'll love you. If, you, if they gave it a chance, yeah. I, so many people. And again, congratulations, Jelly. I love you. I love you. I love your family, man. You and your wife are bomb. I'm happy for you. I look forward to. 40, 50 more years of you just doing it dope. Um, I, um, my, my, my thing is, man, just give folks a shot. That, my, my thing is I didn't want to die without you really having met Michael. Mm-hmm. And, and give me a shot. I knew you hadn't listened to me. Because right. everything you say you missing in rap, I already am. Mm-hmm. I, I was already giving you. Dope. You mm-hmm. know? And it, it, I'm glad that you didn't or you turned deaf ear to me. For as long as you did, because it gave me an opportunity to find the discipline through Run the Jewels of how to take two and a half years to make Michael. It took me 10 years of being with Run the Jewels to understand I am building a community. I'm not just talking to an audience. It took me 10 years to understand now, seven years, because I started about three years ago. It took me seven years to understand now it's time, mm. you know, and I take it seriously. 
and and not seriously to the fact it ain't fun. Right. Or you and your old lady can't get blasted to it and go to the flame and eat some right, chicken wings sure. and see something drop. But I take it seriously in that I'm trying to give you or I know I've given you a level of quality that you deserve as a listener. You know, hip hop is looked at as something that does not involve high art and culture. Or if it does, it doesn't involve it from a working class standpoint. You know, somehow in order to be of high standard, you have to be collegiate or you have to wear, you know, weird shit with weird fucking names. Right, right, right. right. You know, I'm wearing an Ebbets Field jacket and I feel stylish as a motherfucker because this motherfucker made in America (laughs) and it's about football. And this is the good jacket my grandpa put on when he wasn't working, you know. I love that. And and that's that's what that's what I'm a that's what I'm about. I take pride in this shit. I take pride in the fact of knowing that whether it was Pony or Puma or Nike, we did that. Right. We created sneaker culture. For sure. Nike doesn't happen without hip hop in the same sure. capacity. It just doesn't. Starter. Mm-hmm. Starter doesn't happen. Without I mean, hip-hop. you can name Street, you can literally name anything. It doesn't. It doesn't happen. So Balenciaga. I take this shit. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like I, I take it that seriously. I love this shit, dog. I love this shit to my core. I love this shit to my bones. This ain't some shit I'm doing on the way to somewhere else. You know. You guys have done such a great job of in a world in which it feels like the business model of being a rapper is. Uh, extremely hard if you're especially an independent rapper, right? Like, yeah, I, it know, ain't easy. It's not easy because if you're just looking at what a, a million streams pays you, right? Yeah. It feels like a, almost like a hopeless climb up a mountain in order to really make a career or be able to just support your, yourself, let alone your family, right? Yeah. Um, you guys have done such a good job over the last 10 years of um, monetizing the brand, right? What are some things that you're doing <coughs> with Michael, whether it's Vine? Obviously, the tour was successful. Yeah. Um, you know, I think I always tell people like if you're if you got a fan base and you're not and you don't have a hard weight, obviously people are going to stream it, but you want them to buy the 12 inch vinyl. You want them to buy a CD, a tape. Man, I'm not going to pretend to be no mastermind. I I follow I follow my brother Currency, man. Shouts out to him. Spitter, man. He's Spitter. who's on the album. Yeah, him and yeah, him and Two Chains. They on my Dope Boy record. Usually your Dope Boy record, you're hearing we sold the most dope. But sometimes Dope Boys just throw a dope barbecue and invite all the other Dope Boys right. to come out. And you see their cars, you get motivated to do good in the school because your mama tell you they did good in school. That's why they got it. That's how our record hits me. When I that spaceship views, so I got to figure out shooting something to that. But Spitter, um, I love the the relaxed ways that hint like him and. And Musa move like, cause it's just he do what's genuinely him. I remember going down there when he had the car shop. You could go get your brakes and, and fuck around and be have a thirty minute convo with Spitter because he's there. You know, he that's a, crazy. A, Imagine getting your brakes done and you're hanging out with Currency. Spe- you know what I'm saying? Like right. that's that's the kind of shit I'm into. So I've just leaned into the, the shit that I, that I love and like. My wife and I built um, in the swag shop over the last eleven years. I bought that when I was recording rap music. I sold my '95 Impala. And bought the swag shop off Craigslist, the first swag shop. And I've been, I've been to that one. Yep, yeah, that, I've been to the first one. Yeah, yep, that's on Roosevelt Highway. We got one on Edgewood. We got one at State Farm Arena. We rolling out two to three next year. Um, you know, I'm like, I've had it 11. It took us five to really kind of figure out what we were doing. I just mm-hmm. always wanted to have a barbershop. It's a cool place to yeah. hang out. I have to wait in line. But what we realized during COVID, especially when we closed, moms were DMing me like, don't close y'all shops. 
Y'all shops is one of the only places that I can bring my boy. I know he's in the company of good men with integrity. Right. I'm treated with respect. There was just, and then they say, man, we love when y'all do the little t-shirt drops and stuff. So we were like, man, we're going to have to be paying rent. Let's just press up some shirts. And what we realized is, man, you are a brand operating as a barber shop. Yeah, so, I mean, I, I think I bought, I bought I got a new era. Yeah, yeah. so we got we I got, got more new era one. stuff coming. Yeah. We got more T-shirts and stuff coming. We got more product, everything with cigarette lighters, ashtrays, cool stuff coming. But we're a barbershop, and we've spent some time figuring out what kind of shampoos I like. I hate to smell girly, so it's not like I'm using my girl right. stuff. I hate the the. I don't want to smell like Old Spice like my dad. You know what I mean? Right. So we developed. Um, I got a shampoo conditioner thing coming out. I got some shaving cream coming out. Beer balm. I just got some cool stuff that you can just buy when you're at the shop. You getting getting a haircut. So I'm excited about that to see what that's going to do because I know that as a man, I don't like going into beauty supply stores. As a guy, when my Jordans drop, I might I might not have no problem paying two hundred dollars for the for the Jordans, but I don't want to pay one hundred fifty dollars for a t shirt. Hey, what up, y'all? We got to stop the interview tell you about our good folks at King Palm. That's right. Let me tell you about King Palm, man. It's all we smoking over here. What I love about King Palm, terpene-infused flavor in each one of these. These are the margarita. Now, this is kind of the wave I've been on recently. These margarita ones are fucking fire. No tobacco, no nicotine, straight, raw, organic, fresh leaves. Um, and what's dope is they got the tip. You squeeze the tip, you hit one of these boys... And you just get hit with that flavor, man. You get hit with that flavor, no matter how big or small the palm is. You know what I'm saying? This is what's dope, too. Uh, King Palm, if y'all don't know, man, they're one of the leading brands when it comes to this real, like, organic smoke life. That's why I like them. I like to smoke clean. Nothing smokes cleaner than a King Palm. So if you're in your hood, you're in your neighborhood, you're in your motherfucking city, your area, wherever you're at, Go to your local liquor store. They're going to have King Palms, all right? So pick them up there. You could also go to 7-Eleven. Or this is what I suggest you do right now. Come on. Shout out to the King Palms, man. Go to the website, kingpalm.com. If you go to kingpalm.com, you use the promo code bootleg. This is what we're doing. 50% off whatever you order. They got so much at kingpalm.com. Not only do they got the Leafs, not only do they got the grinders. Not only do they got the ashtrays, they got them all. The cones, 50% off. All the smoking accessories, all the leaves you need, all the flavors, 50% off. Kingpalm.com, promo code bootleg. Also, speaking of shit you're going to get some money off of, our family, our dogs, our, our listen, I'm going to uh, Tampa to go DJ for these guys' holiday party. Odd socks, baby. The holidays are here. Now is the time to go to oddsocksofficial.com and use that promo code bootleg, all right? Use it right now, and guess what? You're going to get 20% off at checkout. Now, the dope thing about Odd Socks, they got all the crazy licenses. They just locked down Coca-Cola recently. Yeah, look at those. They just locked down Hasbro, so they got Power Rangers, Transformers, all that. I mean, look, they got Cheez-Its, bruh. You know what I'm saying? They got Hershey's Chocolate, bruh. They got WWE. They got Breaking Bad. They got Top Ramen. They got the drawers, they got the socks, they got the slippers, they got the hat, they got the belt, whatever you need. Oddsocksofficial.com, load up for the holidays, gift odd socks to your loved ones, whatever they're into, there's an odd socks for it. Oddsocksofficial.com, use the promo code bootleg when you check out, save 20% off. Let's get back to the interview. What's your favorite Jay? My favorite Jay, um, um, my favorite let me give you my favorite all-time Nike, the 87 Air Max. Okay. You got Air Maxes on now. Yeah. But not, you got, what are yeah, those? The 87. Those are, those 87. Are, those are, yeah. 
But yeah, so that that's my favorite. Jays, I just whatever. I, yeah, I'm yeah, a Jordan. Whatever. Just, Jordan threes. You like the threes? The threes. I like uh, the four. To me, is the most all around. It's the three or four for yeah, me. The yeah. three is very uncomfortable, but it's yeah. just such a. I, I, I probably it. like the silhouette of the four the best. Yeah, four is amazing. Yeah. No, it's it's and then yeah, you know, you guys just dropped your own Nike SBs. Yeah, we did, we did, <laughs> man, we did. Hey, what's up with? Are you ever going to do a new season of the Netflix show? It was so uh, good. trigger warning. We're going to see something cool. It was amazing. Got some, thank you, man. We got some. I got the chops for this shit, man. So and then you had a show on Facebook. What was, yeah, that was the uh, rolling with Killer Mike. That's yeah. coming back too. So yeah, but the but the trigger warning was the one. The trigger warning was one. The fact you like the the Crip Cola, Crip Cola and Blood Pop, yeah, <laughs> legendary. Man, we got more coming, man. We got more coming. It's it's um, if if you haven't seen it, go watch it and just hit me up and let me know what you think about it. It's still on Netflix. Still on Netflix. Do you feel like um we're turning the corner? I mean, obviously the name of the show is Trigger Warning. A lot of people for the yeah. last five or six years get triggered easily, and are, there's a lot of online outrage. You've been subject to some of that when you did with the gun thing. I don't give a fuck. People were I'll coming at you crazy. Uh, yeah. But I wonder, do you feel like society's <laughs> turning a corner when it comes to like some of the like more sensitive? Like people just have been like all time sensitive. I don't know. I don't care. I've <clears throat> I learned my lesson. My grandfather was who he was for a reason. I yeah. bet you if if the world go down tomorrow, the power grid shut off. I bet you my family and me eat. You got to. We be okay. If you, if is you, the crib if, sustainable? If you, Do you have like if if, if the shit stops tomorrow, you'll be all right. I'm going to be okay. That's what I'm saying. What are you so, like? Because so in matters of being triggered, yeah. I just like to tell people. Man, don't let that anxiety get to you, man. Just take care of yourself. You know, I, do I just, right by yourself and do right by other people. Because if you keep worrying about what the world's going to do, you're never going to take time to live. You're going right. to spend your waste your time worrying. Now, just, you know, in telling whatever your version of the truth is, just remember on the other side of that truth is somebody else's thinking or feeling their logic. And on the other side of that may be some repercussions. And whatever those are, they are. But, man, I make sure my kids watch guard George Carlin. I make sure Love my George kids Carlin. watch watch Richard Pryor. I yeah. make I make sure my kids because you you need to make sure that there's a healthy human distrust of systems. Mm -hmm. I, and I think I think we've gotten rid of like what you just said is like however you feel whatever your truth is the other side that's their truth. Yeah. You know, doesn't like, make it the truth. It doesn't make it the truth. But but, but, gotta, but, there's, but, a, but there's got to be some dialogue. Man, I smoked. I got on the plane to come out here. And I watched something my gay uncle watched 30 years ago, and I just was too young to even understand um, to watch it at all. And I got a chance to see a lot of stuff because my parents were so young that yeah. other kids wouldn't have seen. But um, Paris is Burning, mm. such an interesting movie. You know, it's about these gay kids in New York and about these drag balls that they're throwing. So, and, 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 but, but what I learned about poverty, and I had a friend named Kevin, man. He was an amazingly brilliant organizer. He was a kid whose parents, because he was gay, had kicked him out, and he lived in a foster home of sorts. And I saw him be used and abused by older men in terms of you could tell the stories. You know, right. I was hip enough to know if he came in with a black eye, what something happened, you know what right, I mean? Right. That kind of shit. But it made me really have even more empathy and love for him. He's gone now, you know, God bless the dead. But I saw these kids that were just from poverty. They were just poor kids. So they, they, they talked about how... How at first with the older guys at that time, they had, you know, done big feathers and balls and, and things. It made them feel good about themselves. It was right. an alternative feeling to poverty. And then the kids got into a designer. You know, there was it was Yves Saint Laurent, that kind of thing. Right. And and they they presented themselves that way. But I didn't know there were all these subcategories of what was real or what could I and I just said, wow, this really 
is a group of human beings that created another reality for themselves mm-hmm. as, a, as, a, as, an, as alternative an alternative to the pain and desperation. Right. Essentially, I participate in that through hip-hop. Right. Essentially, kids who are, who are sports heads participate in that sports. through sports. They, yeah. If you hear somebody ever talk about jiu-jitsu, you'll think they're talking about a religion. You, know, you understand uh, what I'm saying? For so, sure. So, so for me, it, that helped expand my understanding in a way that I cannot go forward not understanding. You know what I mean? I can go forward disagreeing or agreeing or saying, but I can't go forward not understanding. understanding. Exactly. And and that's so for me, I'm I'm on a a mission or a journey in life trying to understand more. And I always to, say that about like the abortion thing. Like however you feel about the abortion thing, I'm I mean obviously I'm, I'm a pro choice guy to, within reason. But like the other side I get. If you feel like it's murder, I I can't even say nothing to you. Yeah. I understand your perspective and I understand why you're so passionate about it. I might not agree, but you got your stance yeah. and I get it. People have to be more like aware of like other people's perspective cuz you work with people who you don't agree with every day. You're 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 gonna stand in line next to somebody at Subway with or, somebody or you don't agree with every to day. Hear them out, even yeah, if you disagree. And you could disagree. I got a television show called Love and Respect. We just won an Emmy for it. Um, won a daytime and won an a- Emmy for um uh, interview with Bernice King, Doctor King's um youngest daughter, Doctor MLK's yeah, youngest daughter. I remember seeing it. Yeah. But but this show is all about just having conversations with people I might agree or disagree with. Mm-hmm. You know, and I and I've I've disagreed with. Blatantly liberal people disagree with blatantly conservative, conservative people, people here. Yeah. And and my thing is at the end of each talk, though, I've I've know I've connected more with another human being. Mm-hmm. And I think that should be ultimately that's be what we're pushing for. So even in matters of business, if I'm selling a product, it's because it's from a place of my own humanity. I wanted a barbershop. I think barbershops are cool places to buy my T-shirts and socks because I don't want to buy it at the fucking gas station. So my barbershop sells a branded Heather Gray black and white T-shirt. Oh, that's fire. You so get, you can go get your, get your white tee at the you barbershop. Go, you can get your white tee right there. And, it's, and, and, it, and it matches your J's. It's the same Heather right. Gray. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. You know, I don't, I don't want to go in the beauty supply store with, 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 with my cousins with the fucking caps on their head and my little nieces running through that bit. So you can buy your shampoos and soaps right there. Yeah. I want it. So I want to create business. That's natural, you know, to me. I just got like 30,000 square foot of warehouse space in Atlanta. We're going to be doing our own, you know, similar shit. Studio oh, that's dope, man. You know, so I just, I'm just trying to leave a legacy of. Are you doing recording studios or yeah, just yeah, creative no, space? No, 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 just, no, prompt, film and, film and, film and, um, and audio. Um, so you're going to be able to do recording studios and you're going to be able to record your podcast. Atlanta's you know, the so. new Hollywood, man. Yeah, I, I think. Shout I think, out to Tyler Perry. Yeah. I, heard, I mean, his pace is He's crazy. a man, man. He's, watch his, I didn't know I was so heavily involved, but they used me a lot in his. Um, his Prime movie that just. No, it was yeah, a yeah, documentary yeah, yeah, that yeah, came out about him. Yep, yeah, yep. I want to watch it because yeah, he's, he's powerful he's, and inspiring. He's like the boss. How he's. Powerful like this guy should have owned BT right now. They yeah. fucked that up. Well, somehow. something don't happen. You, you, you don't you don't get it the first time. You know. No, but it's crazy. He should own be a black person should own BT. Hey, I agree, but we are gonna see. It's gonna happen. Byron Allen, Byron Allen wanted it too. Yeah, yeah. But I think you know. I think Fifty took a shot at it. I want to see. I'm cheering for us all to win. Yeah, no, fifty. I was just well. I want. We 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 had a. Uh, there's a network that somebody just left recently, and I was like, what if Fifty? Came in and ran that network Amen. and had all his own. Like Fifty needs his own network. If you I think, I think of, it's going to happen, like he pops stars off. I think it's going to happen. Yeah, it's it's it's, it's, uh, it's, it's crazy. Well, listen, man. Um, the album is a, Michael, a, a piece of art. It's thank a you. Beautiful album. Everyone should go listen to it. It's my album of the year. Um, I really actually don't even think it's close. Yeah, I, don't I mean even, that with I don't all due respect. Even. Usually, yeah. I would tell you if I was like, yeah. And and technically, Metro Boomin came out last year. 
And I love the Metro Boomin album. But this year, I don't think it's close. Shouts out to the Metro. I don't think it's close. Yeah. I don't. I, there's not another album that has even made me quite. Because usually I'm like, man, there's. By the time December hits, you're like, damn, it's like three or four. It's only one, yeah. and then the rest. And just sit down. And, and if y'all and if y'all think is man, just sit down and listen. Listen with open heart. You ain't got to like me, but boy, it's gonna be hard not to love this album. A hundred percent, man. Um, hey, I wonder, are you are you uh, going back on Rogan anytime soon? I know that's a friendship you've developed I, over the years. Yeah, Rogan is just, yeah, Rogan, first of all, definitely friendship. Love him to death and his whole staff over there. Those guys are great. Have you been to the comedy uh, mothership yet? Yes, I, I got went over there, stoned as shit. He did <laughs> solid. How was it? Um, it was amazing. Yeah, he, he put me up in these little the seats in the balcony. It was hella dark. No one even knew I was in there. It was it was it was dope. I had a great time. Rogan, man, I just want to say I just um just man, he um to me, man, he he stands on the side of of, of truth tellers. You know, I don't you don't always people don't always agree with him. He doesn't always agree with people. We don't always agree with one another. But man, there's something to be said for letting people have platform to just discuss agreeances and disagreeances. So I agree. You know, I value value it for that reason. You know, value him as a human for that reason. And he taught me the beauty of eating elk meat and peppers. God damn them. I've seen those posts. I haven't ever had. Have you had? You should have elk meat. Yeah, you should have it. It's good. It's a venison of sorts. You know what I mean. So you, so you. Sweet deer meat, you gotta remember we eat deer, like deer and hog. You know, <laughs> that's what you. I feel so where, terrible. Me and where, me and that Mexican OT just killed hogs yeah, and left you, them. Yeah, I mean, like you should have. I mean, I'm just you know. I guess you ain't gotta eat every hog, but if, if you gonna, had to, you should eat a we, hog. You kill. We had, we had to have loaded them into the helicopter. Yeah, yeah, I, but you, sometimes <laughs> there are trucks too that are out there. They right. So I would think, uh, but they don't. They don't eat any of the hogs. No, they just man, leave my, them. When my grandpa was from man, they um, there was hog farms down there, so they they you know grow hog. They, and, they, and they slaughtered the hog there, and they'd already have dug a pit into the ground. So my grandma, they cooked the hogs above ground, like right. in Tuskegee, where my grandpa was from. They cooked their hogs in the ground. Totally That's different fire. type of flavor. I bet you totally the flavor's are crazy. Oh, man, so fucking good. That's what I said the same thing. I'm like, guys, can we, like, can we like take something from this hog so yeah. I don't feel as bad? They're like, nah, coyotes will eat them. Somebody's going to eat it. Damn. Like we just, there's too many of them. There's millions of That's them. That's when you we know Texas got all the money. That's when you know you're rich as fuck. Yeah. You can just go, man. I'm, I'm just a little stressed. Man, I'm gonna go kill some fucking hogs. That's really it. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, I appreciate you pulling up, Mike. Man, love and respect. Um, con- well, first of all, congrats on the nominee. And I, 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 I listen. February, I think is when the Grammys yeah, are. Yeah, February four, I believe. So I want to party with us, man. So hey, man, y'all send me a lot of good energy, man. And um, you know, the people on the Grammy committees, man. I just want to, I just want to say, I want to implore that. You get an album and listen with an open heart. You know? Yeah, it's it's no better representation of rap in this fiftieth year than this album. I don't need, I don't know how the Grammys work. I just know that you know they've gotten some stuff right and they've gotten some stuff wrong. They got it right that they nominated you, and let's hope they get it right. That let's you, bring it all the way in. Yeah, you got to bring one of them three home. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I want you know the one I want. Uh, rap album of the year it covers everything. Yeah, you know, a hundred percent, man. There it is, man. Killer Mike, my guy. Appreciate you, brother. Love and respect. Yes, bro. sir. Yes, sir. Bye. Man, of course, want to shout out to our family at Hardeen, baby Hardeen, Las Vegas, celebrating their seventh birthday this month. So happy birthday to Hardeen. Uh, want to give a shout out to the whole family over there. When you're in Las Vegas, you got to pull up to Hardeen. Tell them that the Bootleg Head Podcast sends you. They're going to take care of you. It is the craziest selection of premium cannabis in the country, all under one roof. You walk in and it's just a vibe. Beautiful bud tenders. Amazing smoke. Just the illest merch. You know what I'm saying? And it's right in Las Vegas, right in Sin City. So you land in Vegas, you about to go gamble with your boys. You get in that cab, you say, take me to Hardeen. They're going to know exactly where to take you, all right? Shout out to Hardeen. Go follow them, Hardeen underscore Las Vegas, or go to the website, HardeenLasVegas.com. 
Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hello, acclaimed comics writer and notorious Scott Summers hater, Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter, Jason Concepcion. Somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. And like always, we'll be here every week. You'll hear from TV writers, actors, comics creators, pop culture critics. Nothing is off the table. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast.